The pink tax is another word for the fact that women and femmes are charged more money by the powers that be for stuff that's marketed to them versus exactly the same stuff that's marketed to guys. So that means that across clothing like jeans we're paying more and for personal care items like razors and deodorants we're paying more 56 percent of the time the peak tax actually costs us an average of 1351 dollars more per year and it's just not acceptable the European Wax Center are the beauty and lifestyle brand who are actually doing something about it on behalf of unapologetic women everywhere They've created a campaign called Axe the Pink Tax to help empower us all to make smarter buying decisions and spread awareness about gender inequality in marketing, basically. So you can go to axthepinktax.com, so that's axthepinktax.com without an E, to learn more about how the European Wax Center is raising awareness about the pink tax and how you can help. axthepinktax.com. Self-service is your cosmic comfort zone. An inner beauty school where self-care is celebrated. Where getting real with emotions is a treat. And an interest in thoughtful, funny conversations, weird wellness, and astrology is unabashed. It's where being a little self-indulgent isn't just a shame-free act of love. It's a necessary launch pad into a life that's wholly ours. In a world where we feel good about taking up space. Here, we serve our hearts. We learn. We talk shit. We grow. And we tune the F up. Hi guys, thank you for being here. I'm Jericho Mandiba, Editorial Director at Girlboss and the host of this actual podcast that you're listening to right now. How's your week been? I hope it's been good. I've been busy with work stuff, like the new website, which if you haven't checked out by now, you definitely should, and like the next rally in LA. And to be honest, I've been bummed out because of the fact that I haven't called many of my friends enough lately. And I'm saying that because I find that it's a good way to keep myself accountable and because I'd love for you to spend this episode thinking about the same thing if you want to. What can I hold myself more accountable to doing or feeling or being this week? It's a great question, but it's not actually our topic today. Instead, we have a really exciting guest who you've probably heard of considering she's a number one New York Times bestselling author and motivational speaker. It's Gabby Bernstein, and I'm beyond stoked to have her here. She's got an incredible story of addiction, survival, and finding her calling as a life coach, then as an impactful spiritual thought leader, and she's just really chill. We're also going to hear from our good pal, astrologer Jessica Lanyardo. He's going to give us a very relevant crash course in the magic of manifestation, as well as our forecast for this week. But before we do anything else, let's take a moment to close our eyes, if it's safe to do that, to breathe deeply, get a little bit more centered in our bodies, and let's take a look at the tarot card for this week and see what insights it might hold that we can take with us into this period of time. And our card for this week is the Ace of Wands. I'm so happy to see this card because 
it really speaks to manifestation and being in flow with the universe in this like really strong way. So the Ace of Wands is like striking a match. It's the suit of fire, which means it's creativity, passion and action in the world. And as we mentioned in a previous episode about the Ace of Pentacles, Aces represent the seed of something like the tiny singular force that started the Big Bang, like that kind of seed. It's full of potential and energy. This card is like Nike as Tatiana Tarot, who you should all follow and support on Instagram and YouTube, put it. So it kind of says, just do it. It's the beginning stages of something really incredible. And it says that the energy surrounding you right now is full of potential, even if you don't see it in a super obvious way right now. So whatever lights a fire under you right now, do that. The thing that makes you feel alive, the thing that allows you to create and to really sing at a soul level, do that thing. You definitely won't regret it with this card. It represents like the gift of growing and we're all still growing, right? That's like never an unwelcome energy. So if you want to get out into the world and really make shit happen, please do that this week. And if you don't feel like you're readily able to access that kind of literal action, don't worry about it. This card is all about your potential to manifest. And that's like a tap you can't really ever turn off. It's always there for you when you want it. So just let yourself be open to inspiration this week. That's all. Just be open to finding a practical outlet, I guess you could say, for all your burning desires and keep your eyes peeled for any breakthrough moments, however big or small. And I promise to do the same. Up next, we're going to hear from the Gabby Bernstein on intuition, on manifesting our dreams and more. Dubbed one of our generation's thought leaders by Oprah herself, Gabby Bernstein is a New York Times bestselling author and an incredible motivational public speaker who empowers audiences all around the world to grow their own miracles and live out their passion. Her newest book is Judgment Detox, Release the Beliefs that Hold You Back from Living a Better Life. She's been a guest on Girlboss Radio with Sophia, and today we're talking to Gabby about finding your passion, following it, and ultimately being the midwife of your dreams. Hi, Gabby. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. I just wanted to start with, I guess, the most obvious thing, um, your story. It's a story of resilience, I guess you could say, overcoming addiction and having this kind of like life-changing job switch to become like the Gabby Bernstein that you are today. Would you mind just telling us a little bit about like how that actually came to pass? Sure, no problem. I you know I think that the 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 short version of my of my story is I was I used to my earlier career, my first career out of college, I ran a nightlife PR business that was a company I started at 21. And I thought I was pretty hot shit <laughs> running this company. <laughs> and I worked very hard to be seen and heard and 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 force my way to the top and was a lot of a lot of outward controlling, pushing energy. Mm-hmm. I also was really looking for my happiness and self-worth outside of myself. I was looking for it in my career credentials or in my access to the nightlife scene or in the the parties that I was being invited to. 
ultimately that outside search became a real addiction for me. And mm -hmm. that addictive pattern went further than just work addiction or social addiction, but it became drug addiction and alcoholism. And so at the point I was 25 years old, I was really suffering with severe uh, addiction to drugs and alcohol. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, I knew there was more for me because even while I was going through that, I had a stack of self-help books next to my bed and I followed all of these great spiritual teachers and I had spiritual faith. Mm -hmm. So I knew that there was something beyond me that could, one, help me get my life back and save my life. And two, that there was something more for me to do with my life than be a party girl and re represent nightclubs. Mm -hmm. So I, I, through my own will and desire and, and surrender, truly, I got sober at 25. I, uh, I surrendered to my spiritual path at that time. And very, very quickly in my sober recovery, I started sharing about my experience and my spiritual faith. And I started talking about it in, in arenas that were not traditional spiritual arenas. <laughs> my first lecture that I put on was at the Soho house in New York city. And it was like a, a room filled with like lots of girl, lots of girl bosses. Right. Mm -hmm. And they were all there really just, just wanting to hear a contemporary, another young woman tell her spiritual story. And I realized very quickly that that was the, the, trajectory of my life, that I was meant to be here to share an inspiring message and that the work I was here to do was to inspire others by doing what inspires me. And that has become my life mission is to, to continue to inspire others by doing what inspires me. And so I carried on that path for now. It's been 13 years of sober recovery. Oh, about 18, I would have been a little, a little old for that, but 13 years <laughs> of sober recovery. That's a lot. That's a lot in itself. And mm -hmm. 13 years of my sobriety also is the track of my, my work as a spiritual teacher, because it was the, my sobriety was the catalyst for my own spiritual growth and my commitment to transition out of nightlife PR and into becoming at the time a coach and now today author and, and motivational speaker. So mm -hmm. I, I am very, very proud to share that it's been a really fun journey and I am definitely living a life beyond my wildest dreams. And I owe a lot of that to my sobriety, but also mainly to my spiritual faith. Wow. You are so cool. <laughs> what <Thanks>. advice? <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, because I, I remember you telling the story about how you had this really strong inner voice and when you felt like you're at your lowest, you, you know, felt like you could really like hear this voice that was like guiding you. So I wanted to ask what advice you would have for anyone listening who's kind of trying to find a method to help tune into their inner voice. Like how can we make space for intuition in our everyday life to make sure that we're not pushing too hard? Yeah. So I've, I've written six and a half books. I'm writing my seventh book right now, all on this topic, mm -hmm. uh, on the topic of deepening our connection to our intuition. So this is a, a topic that I, that I believe in deeply. And the voice of our inner wisdom never leaves us. It's just that we forget to ask for it or forget to tune into it. So the fastest way to tune into our intuition is to slow down. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's to just think a better thought, right? So if you're having a negative belief system or a thought that you keep repeating in your mind that's negative, that negative thought that you keep thinking becomes a belief. Mm -hmm. So when you slow down the momentum of that belief system by thinking a different thought, listening to a podcast that inspires you, taking a nap, doing anything that slows down that momentum, and you get to a place where you're almost in 
you're not thinking negatively. You're thinking, you're thinking about either something that's bringing you joy or you've slow, slowed down your thoughts through meditation or you've just done something that, that, that totally different from that negative pattern. Mm-hmm. You get out of the block and you allow the intuitive inspired ideas to come forward. Mm-hmm. And so anyone knows this, you know, the, the voice of inspiration comes through you when you're having fun, when you're running, when you're, when you're, when you're, you know, in a creative project or you're not feeling stifled or controlled. And so it's really just about uh, the way that we clear the blocks, the presence of our intuition is often to do something that brings us joy, think something that feels better, or, or even just slow down enough to hear. Mm, yeah. I've heard you say that sometimes we find spirituality out of desperation. And that idea really resonated with me because spirituality for me has always been kind of about coping as, as much as it's been about manifesting my dreams and things like that. Do you feel like you have to hit rock bottom or have like a major life altering moment before you can really experience the divine for lack of a better term? So, you know, listen, my hope is that you don't have to hit bottom to get connected to your spiritual relationship, but that is often the entry point. There's a beautiful quote that I often share, which is Rumi said that the wound is the place where the light enters you. So we have those moments of, of feeling wounded or hitting a bottom of some kind. And that's when we surrender. The reason that the light enters is because we've surrendered. Mm -hmm. So, okay. A bottom isn't a bad thing because it is an opening. It's a surrender point, but it'd be nice if we could surrender sooner before we hit that bottom. And maybe we're going to help people today just because they're listening and they can decide that the surrender is a path for them that 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 path of surrender is available to them before they have to hit that life bottom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, surrender just requires your really your willingness to see things differently, your willingness to to see the world through the the lens of love, the the willingness to to shift your perception, the willingness to be to open up to creative possibilities. Even the willingness to listen to a podcast like this may have come from a place of surrender. Someone might have been sitting at their desk thinking, oh my God, I, I, I can't go on like this. And then this podcast started playing. Mm-hmm. So when we surrender, we open an invisible door to lead us to ideas or teachers or books or, or podcasts that may have the, the exact solution we've been waiting for. And the reality is, is that solution was always there. We just had to open up our consciousness to receive it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And without dwelling too much on kind of like the negative aspects of our individual lives, how, what do you see as like common limiting beliefs or negative thoughts or old stories that in your experience, like we often tell ourselves that might be partially responsible for holding us back? So listen, we all have a lot of baggage and stories, but those stories are holding us in a energetic pattern that is not allowing us to grow. And so the greatest way to become more of a magnet for what you want and to attract more of what you want into your life and to to have the capability of, of having that forward momentum, we have to Un- unlearn those stories and remember the the truth of who we are. And the unlearning of those stories can come through a, self, a spiritual self-help book. It can come through a practice like uh, EMDR with a therapist or emotional freedom technique, or mm-hmm. it can come through a you know, reprocessing like that. It can come through therapy. It can come through a yoga teacher. It can come through a physical asana. There's things that can happen 
that we that we allow to be our vehicle for unlearning and undoing those belief systems. And the biggest thing is repetition of new belief systems because mm-hmm. all those belief systems are are the neural pathways triggering in one direction. And if we start to bring in a new thought, even just, just every day choosing to affirm a better feeling thought, then we reverse those neural pathways. That's the practice of of undoing and unlearning and remembering. It's powerful stuff. Gabby, I want to ask you about yourself. What self-care practices keep you grounded, I guess, and in tune spiritually? And where would you recommend people begin with this stuff if they're not quite like meditation masters yet? I'm really proud to share that I kick ass at self-care. Yeah. And that rhymed. I'm proud to share that I kick ass <laughs> in self-care. But I do. I'm really good at it. And this is something that took me a decade to get to this point, maybe longer, 12 years, 11 years to get to this point. But then that was just the result of hitting more life bottoms to be like, girl, you got to get it together. Mm-hmm. And as a result of, of those of those bottoms, I've really made it so that I, I have, I really accepted that I don't have the luxury of being stressed out. So yeah. I no longer really let stress be part of my life. Like it's just a non-negotiable. I don't physically have the luxury of doing it. Mm. And I don't really think anyone does because stress is just such a, such a disease really. A but I, 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 have ch- I have decided that that is not an option for me because it affects me physically and obviously affects every corner of my life. Mm-hmm. So stress is off the table. And so the way that I handle that is to allow myself to be very supported, to surround myself with the people that want to help me and work for me in a way that's going to really grow my mission, but give me space. Mm -hmm. I am very conscious about my meditation practice. So I have a a daily meditation practice. I meditate twice a day. Mm -hmm. And that practice is a devoted practice that is my anchor. Mm -hmm. I exercise or move in some way every day, even if it's 20 minutes of Pilates, it's what I do. And I eat very mindfully for my body. So listen, there's a lot of people out there that have have their theories on what you have to eat. And I'm not going to start to just tell people what to eat. I want (laughs) to encourage people to eat what what you digest well. Mm -hmm. That's my advice. Eat what's easy for you to digest. Because mm-hmm. digestion is, it's, it's like how we live is how we digest. And so mm-hmm. I choose to really be conscious of my gut health and the foods that I eat are, uh, it's a high fat protein diet, obviously with, with vegetables involved there too, but everything's cooked because mm-hmm. that's how I, you know, I move fast. So I can't eat foods that move through you fast, you know, so yeah. I, I'm really conscious of what I put into my body. And that is probably the, gr- the biggest form of self-care is I cook every single meal I eat. Yeah. So there's in the last three months, I've had three meals that I did not prepare. Wow. If you can believe it. Yeah. So I'm very, very proud of that. That's amazing. That's like a real, um, like slowing down kind of ritual activity as, totally. as well as a, a, a health activity. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yes. Gabby, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure talking to you and you've given us so much food for thought, so to speak. <laughs> really appreciate your time. If people want to learn more about you and your writing and your work in general, where can they find you? GabbyBernstein.com is where everything lives. Mm-hmm. My whole world is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, Great. I mean, you can get all my books on Amazon if you're looking for that guidance. And I've also got a tremendous amount of free resources at GabbyBernstein.com. Amazing. Thank you, Gabby. Thank you. 
I'm no athlete, but I know a thing or two about running around being busy and needing quick hydration relief. And that's what Liquid IV is. I just got my shipment of Liquid IV and honestly, it tastes like a million angels dancing on your tongue. It's an electrolyte filled drink mix. It's also non-GMO, gluten, dairy and soy free. And it will give you roughly the same amount of hydration as drinking two to three bottles of regular water. No big deal. It also provides five essential vitamins and gives you more vitamin C than an orange and as much potassium as a banana. And because Liquid IV has a heart, they also donate one serving to people in need for every single order that's placed with them. That's just a thing they do. And right now my listeners get 20% off liquid-iv.com when they use my code self-service at the checkout. That's 20% off anything that you order from Liquid IV's website. Go to liquid-iv.com and enter the promo code self-service to get your savings and start getting better hydration. That's liquid-iv.com promo code self-service. Don't wait, get hydrated today. Tomboy X is an underwear company started by a married couple called Fran and Naomi that I just love so much because I don't know about you, but I don't want underwear that just fits me. I want underwear that kind of gets me. You know what I mean? And that's Tomboy X. Everybody deserves cute underwear, no matter what your gender. That's their vibe. So you can get bikinis, briefs, boxer briefs, trunks, boy shorts, and you can also get some incredibly comfy and soft bras in different styles. And they come in a variety of swatches made from incredibly soft micromodal fabric. Tomboy X is fit tested for every type of body as well. So it runs from sizes starting at extra small to 4X because, of course, that's what everybody should do. They are also eco-friendly and worker-friendly. So Tomboy X is honestly so worth supporting and they're such a great company. It's time to stop wearing underwear that doesn't make you feel good about yourself. Go to tomboyx.com self-service and check out their special bundles and pack pricing. Self-service listeners get an extra 15% off with the code self-service. Again, just use the code self-service for an extra 15% off your purchases. Ditch whatever you're wearing for a pair of Tomboy X underwear. Go to tomboyx.com self-service. Okay, enough dilly-dallying around. Jessica's here now and she's going to help us talk about manifestation and then actually do it and create some beautiful things this week. Take it away, girl. Hey, Jericho. Thanks so much. And hey, everybody. Welcome back to your little astrology segment. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about something a little bit different this week. And I'll tell you this. Your birth chart, your astrological birth chart, it describes your nature. And it often describes the timing of your circumstances, both your past circumstances, your present circumstances, and yes, even your future circumstances. But I want to talk about manifestation today which is what you do with your nature. It's what you do with your birth chart, really, because I really do believe in free will. We have astrology, which describes all of these details of who and what we are and what's happening now in the past and in the future. But within all of that, we get to choose how we use our nature. We get to choose what we focus on, what we do and what we don't do. And this is where manifestation is a really exciting topic for me because it is really just the practice of alignment. It's the practice of pursuing wholeness. And wholeness and alignment 
is really essential to being able to manifest the circumstances and conditions that we want in our life. But here's the thing. It's not static. It's not like we achieve wholeness and then we hang out there for the rest of our days. It requires presence. It requires a willingness to shift as your circumstances shift or as you change and grow. And we talked a lot about feelings last week. We talked about the moon and the key to getting aligned and to wholeness is really about getting your heart and your head aligned. It's getting your thoughts and your feels on the same page and in agreement with each other. Now, this is a really simple idea, but it's actually a lot harder than you'd expect. What is really difficult to do is to notice the difference between desiring the absence of pain and desiring something positive, something that you want. The first is a focus on pain. And whenever we focus on tends to grow, it's where our heart is focused, then our mind tends to follow it. And the other is the attention to desire. It's the attention to where your yes lives. And finding your yes is a really fertile and dynamic thing. And it can be applied to literally every situation in your life. When you want to lose weight because you hate your body, that is not the same thing as wanting to become healthier or embracing a process of seeing how you can shift your body by changing your behaviors. When we are motivated by something really different than what we're telling ourselves we're motivated by, we don't get great results because we're kind of cut in pieces. So I'm going to give you a couple little practical steps to manifest. It's really simple. First, get your heart and your head aligned. And when you can't do that, be honest. Just be honest with yourself. And that might mean owning that, okay, I want to get to a place where I can be healthier in what I want. That's a great place to start. It sounds like a slow path, but it's actually the quickest path because it's the most effective one. That said, let's shift into your horoscope for the week. This is the week of April 29th through May 5th. And it starts off with actually a really nice sun trying to Saturn. This transit is stabilizing. It's a time where you can kind of get more grounded. If you need to do groceries, do them on this day. This is a time where you can effectively take care of yourself and tend to the kind of needs of your life around you. Thank God we have that happening because on the 29th, we have a really intense full moon in Scorpio at 4.58 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Now, this is a really intense time because this full moon is going to bring up fated feelings and we may feel that things are karmic or we're dealing with issues or people or situations that are really loaded and it feels really important that we do it right. And that's, that's really the case. This full moon is a call to wholeness. And that call to wholeness requires being able to sit with the messy, ugly, complicated bits of your truth. This is a time to look beyond your situation and really find the truth within yourself. The tricky part of this is Scorpio. And we have a full moon in Scorpio. Scorpio is a sign that is compulsive and obsessive and wants to track all the details as a way to make you feel safe. And the problem with this is that we don't actually get safe by arranging things outside of us. That's not the primary way that we get emotionally safe. We get emotionally safe by being able to take care of our own selves, being able to stay present with our own selves, and then make choices 
in a responsive, clear, and embodied way from there. This energy is obsessive and it can get really vengeful because it kicks off your survival mechanisms. It kicks off all or nothing feelings. So your homework for this week and for this full moon is to investigate how you feel before you allow yourself to act on it. And that may be done through meditation, through taking a nurturing bath, through dear diarying the situation. But the, the trick here is to align yourself with what you want, what your heart's truth is. And this is not a reaction to what you think is available to you. Don't let this just be about the people or situations around you. Challenge yourself to find your truth. What is actually emotionally authentic and whole for you at this time? Find your yes this week. Make it your goal to find your yes. And you can figure out all the details later. This is a really powerful time, so be gentle with yourself through it. What's interesting about this week is that after this full moon and the sun-Saturn transit, we don't have any major transits. So if you find that there's, you know, reverberations from the full moon throughout the week, but nothing major else happens, take the break. Take the break, nurture, and gestate whatever comes up, because that's what's going to help you to heal and support you to wherever you're going next. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to check out more of my work, you can go to my website, which is at lovelanyato.com, or you can find me on social where I post most every day. On Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, I'm at Jessica Lanyato. Thanks so much. Talk to you next week. Thank you so much to Gabby Bernstein for being on the show today. I'm honored. And thank you to Jessica for being the star that she is. So lucky to have them both. And thank you for listening. If you liked this, please rate, review and share the show. I love reading your thoughts about it. And speaking of which, you can use the hashtag self-servicepodcast. Or you can just at me or any of us, really. I'm at jericho.mandibur on Instagram. And love you guys. Bye.